are currently live on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, Filthy Quest Line. Yes. Woo woo. And we are here today in our Tuesday tabletop time slot doing something a little bit different. We're going to do session zero and we're going to talk about some characters coming up for the new Altero campaign. We're here with uh, a filthy lot. We're in North Vancouver. We're on the traditional territories of the Squamish Nation. And we always want to acknowledge the privilege that it is to work, play, and create on these beautiful lands. And if you're out there in the world, somewhere else, find out what traditional territories you're on and uh, message us in the chat here on Twitch. Or if we're watching later any of our shows on YouTube, we'd love to hear uh, where you're watching from and hear more, learn about the world. Now, today, mm. we have a new campaign coming up. We do. Oh. And first episode of that actual session one is what, in three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yes. This week, my session zero. Mm -hmm. Next week, Strixhaven yeah. with Sam and a bunch of eager students. <laughs> eager students. So they're going to be playing next week. They're doing some session zero work this week, too. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that, Capri is running a game. Nice. Whoa, awesome. And then we'll be into... Burn the North, episode one. Ugh. Last time, Shadows of Blood, we were in Adderjan. Yes. In Altero. And now we're going to Telga, which Telga. is a far north continent. Telga, us more about it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <It's good>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, for inspiration images, and Matt and I were sharing with everybody that Telga looks a bit like Baffin Island. So, oh. if you know much about Canada, you know that we have some... We have a lot, a lot of Canada is actually super far north. Yeah. Not many yeah. people up there. there and it's people. really cool looking. <laughs> super cool looking. And we were really inspired by the idea that there would be this continent very remote and full of interesting climate and people and... Is it like tundra? Some of it. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And I was... I'm just going to read a little bit about some of the stuff that we'd written about it. Just a, some quick information about Telga, and then why we're headed there. So, it's mostly wild territory. Mm. There's not a lot of settlements or population. Um, some small kingdoms and cities, and the people who are there are, are tough, hard people. And we kind of call them the Storm Lords. So Storm they have Lords. like their own uh, kingdoms that they all, you know, fight oh. over. And okay. it, it is there. There is no like unified system of government. So it's more warlord. Yeah, really? yeah. Interesting. And there are, it's the only place in our homebrew world of Altero where humans aren't the most prominent. Oh, I was about to ask what's the... Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So it's uh, mostly dwarves and orcs are about 33%. Oh. And then there are Goliath, elves, giants, and humans. So humans are actually only about 30% of the population there. Okay. So that's less common. Is or there... Not very... If there's elves oh, there, is there a lot of... Uh... Uh, forests, or what kind of elves are they? There are various kinds, but there are forests in the south part, and the continent itself is famous for a particular kind of wood oh. that is very hard to get, because obviously the place is so remote, and the trees kind of only grow there, and they go from gray-blue to a brighter, darker blue, and they're called the the Diron trees. And we we have a map yeah. of Altero. Can we show people where that is on the map? Do we have it oh. ready? Oh. Do we have it queued is up it anywhere? Handy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> People, I think we shared a, an image of it in some of the promo posts for today. Oh, okay, great. Um, we'll share lots of them. There you go. I mean, what? Can you see my desktop? I'm also, just <laughs> throw a link to the Discord. When I want to, right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll bring some of that stuff up. Uh, I'll, I'll do that in between some of the other players. 
Uh, you can also throw it up on the Discord, so I just threw a link in the chat for oh. people to join Discord Amazing. and they can check it up. Yeah, check it out there later. And then one of the other things that's really cool about it is the southern part, first from the way Matt's figured out all of the exciting part about what the uh, currents are all like around it, but it's extremely stormy, so the storm of seas. Oh. It's very dangerous to get in and out of. The, and the storm lords. The storm lords. Yeah. So the place where we're going is this remote, cold, unnamed island off the coast of the continent where okay. there's a prison. Yes. It's called the Tinderbox. Yeah. And that's where they throw people who they need to almost never hear from you again. Oh. And you have fire-based abilities. Yes. And that's the information that I gave to all the players. Oh, there you go, there's Talga. Yeah, and told you guys to bring to this check-in for our session zero, a level five character that we're gonna level up and get to know today, who is, has been convicted of a crime. Mm -hmm. Whether they're guilty or not is up to you, and we'll talk guilty. about it. Guilty, guilty, for sure. <laughs> And how they feel about it, we'll find out. And then yep. you have you have some extremely cool fire-based abilities. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've gone with a uh, fire genasi, whose father uh, was an Afridi, uh, fire elemental, and mother was a dwarf. And that came from... <laughs> so I was looking for... I was trying to find a name... And uh, there was a, like the evolution of like what choices I made at what time was kind of weird. But um, I came up with a name. Uh, Ignatius is the first name. And it was originally Emberborn. And then when I was reading things about the Fire Genasi description, the fact that their hair is, uh, uh, can be either like red in color all the way to being actual flame, I was like, ooh, imagine a beard that was like glowing embers of a fire once you've had like a big fire and it dies down and Ooh. it's just like that glowing embers in the bottom that kind of rotate between Booty. orange to white yeah. to red. So I, I was thinking of a beard and I was like, ooh, I'll make the mother a dwarf so that he can have a beard. <laughs> so so dwarf mom. Dwarf mom. Fire Genasi dad. Fire Genasi dad. Which is weird to think about because Genasi, or not, sorry, not fire Genasi dad, uh, genie dad, if right. Fruity dad. Yeah. Um, who, who I need to name. So okay. I, have, I haven't come up with a name. Maybe yet. people in chat want to suggest names. Oh, sure. I'm open to suggestions. Um, but raised by dwarves uh, to a point, and then as the, his beard started to come in in his teenage years, uh, was then given the name Emberbeard, first of his line. Because <laughs> so somebody not... saw his face and was like, hey, Emberbeard. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dwarves. Um, but was, like uh, because of the natural inclination to fire and all that stuff, uh, was trained in uh, blacksmithing by the dwarves, but started to magically create things through their god that they worship, which mm -hmm. I made a request to you mm -hmm. for a god, because I'm making a cleric of, of the forge domain. Thus, you know, blacksmith, forge, fire genasi, uh, and then, yeah, did you, is there a Yeah, dog? we're going to talk, I'm going to open up the Pantheon. Yeah, okay, I'm going to need... Because uh, there was one we kind of talked about, and then there's another one that's newer that um, Matt's thrown in. Sweet. Um, so let me just open up. I'm navigating towards the Dropbox for those. Um, I also want, I sent you a message for our, we put our character sheets in D&D Beyond. Mm. So I just slacked you the campaign oh, link. Slack it to me. Slack it to me. Toss, toss your character in there, and we can pull that up, and people can, can see what oh, we're great. talking about. Oh, great, 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 great. Okay. So in Altero, we have a pantheon of gods, some very similar to the ones you would get if you were opening up, you know, the player's handbook. 
and then some that are obviously are more unique to us or that are, have been already inspired and modified and changed because our players are loose in the world writing story elements as we play together. I have joined. Super. Also, okay. the profile picture was one that I just found through a Google search. I do not own that image, and it's also probably going to change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the image that you put up yesterday when you were streaming and talking about your character was yeah. really cool. Oh, it's the same image, yeah. It's, nice. It's cool. I'm actually thinking less actual flame for the beard, though. Huh. Um, just the right amount of flame. And this one's a bald How does he shave? Uh, <laughs> With uh, a wet towel. I'm going to say he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> With a, awesome. with a frozen blade. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to open up your sheet. Okay. Um, bah, 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 bah. I have to update the campaign where I'm in this. And I should see your character, Ignatius. Is that how you're going to, we should pronounce it? Ignatius? Ignatius. Ignatius. Oh. Ignatius, Ignatius in the bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on a voice. Mm. That was it. <laughs> Ignatius in the bit. End of story. Yeah. It's okay. uh, it's in it's in development. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Ooh, look at those hit points. Ooh. Okay. Not great. <laughs> but look at that AC. <laughs> questions. Have questions. Okay, let's let's roll through a little bit about your about your character. We've done, you know, who he is. Mm -hmm. um, he him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably um, wouldn't care. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. No, you know what? Yeah, he, him. Okay. Would care, probably, in a weird <laughs> way. Um, and then let's... Do you want to hear uh, a bit oh. about the criminal thing? Because I did give the criminal backstory. Mm. So, okay, at a certain point, through the Forge Domain cleric aspect, instead of uh, sticking to the traditional methods of the dwarves of smithing, started using this god's power to magically create things instead of actually, you know, manipulating metal with their hands. Uh, and leaning towards, uh, so alignment I haven't actually chosen yet mm. because I'm having trouble choosing between okay. uh, chaotic neutral, uh, chaotic evil, or neutral evil. And I'm not sure which one makes the most sense. Well, maybe sense. when we talk about the god, that'll help determine it. Oh, sure. I'm proposing, suggesting Ondestat. Okay. Who is a neutral nature-based god. Okay. Um, an ascended elven god, they, of destruction and renewal. So the f nice. fire that f sweeps through places and it destroys in its yeah. path. But brings new life but from brings the ashes. But brings new life from mm. the ashes. Yes, yes, I yes, take yes. that. I and the that. symbol of the god is a flaming evergreen. Very cool. Yes, because uh, I, I, I want like a, a, a zealot. Like I want to play a religious zealot that in this dedication to this god is of the opinion that everything needs to burn, so. And to bring back something new, and maybe yeah. we can learn as we play the character and you experience more about him, what it is that he thinks is the pure thing that would come back after. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't got there yet, but that sounds fun. You know, like, is he just trying to get rid of everybody? I've just been watching Castlevania, so, you <laughs> know. <laughs> Dracula wants to, like, kill all the humans. Oh. Um... But why, why does this character want to to be a part of destruction and the fire that Why? I, I, across. I want to play into sort of a, you ever stare into a fire and there, <laughs> and you just like, you just get lost in it? I, I want to play that into his psychosis where he just sees everything 
as it's just more fuel for the fire, that he sees that as truth and that that fire is purifying and wants to <laughs> Right. And it, maybe we can work on what the relationship with Andestat is like. Yeah, you know? that'd be a good call. Yeah. Because there's also the complication of uh, <laughs> daddy issues. Uh, so Janassi uh, typically don't have relationships. Uh, it's rare that they have relationships with their genie parents. And in this situation, after being cast out of the dwarven clans, uh, uh, slash leaving themselves and not being accepted, out at, in, in their teenage years, um, got back in touch with their Ifrit father. And uh, Ifriti and all genies, most genies, uh, in the elemental plane like to take slaves from the material plane and bring them back to the elemental plane to be their slaves. Um, and the crime that Ignatius was arrested for was essentially kidnapping and slave trade. So was charming or persuading people or straight up kidnapping people and then teleporting them into the elemental plane to go be slaves for their and father. And what was, what was he getting out of it? Um, Making his dad proud? Or yeah, was it like a, for cash? I think it's a bit of both. Like I think there was like, I see it as ex trying to gain acceptance from dad and feeling, because uh, you said that Janassi are very rare in Altero. So finding that, like, you know what? I feel more at home with these fire-based, this fire-based world. So this material plane can just burn. And uh, if this is what you need and we can build power together, like probably promises of like, you know, okay. it is very Vader, like take my hand and we can destroy the emperor together. So, so you're and if like, Luke was like, you know what I'm in. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. go, Dad. Let's do it. You got really cool Death Stars and stuff. Let's figure it out. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess we could think about if, if your power and your relationship with your God changes as you've been, you know, stuck here on this plane, are, are you seeing symbols and signs of the decisions? How do you feel about your crimes now that you've been arrested and forced to sit and think about it? I, I would see it more of regret for getting caught. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like how, long, how long do you think he's been in the tinderbox? Ooh, good question. Let's... Because then you can start filling out some of these things on your character sheet as, as we flesh them out here. Because um, I'm, I'm just on your page right now with your background. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, which I know you're working on. Haven't filled out that stuff yet. Because you put Clan Crafter in. Oh, I'm having trouble choosing between Charlatan and Clan Crafter. Because mm -hmm. they both have elements that actually suit my backstory. Um, and the Clan Crafter is from like the childhood, whereas the Charlatan comes from... Uh, I put the characters 28. So I mm -hmm. saw like from teenage years to about, let's say they've been in the tinderbox about two years. Okay. So from well, 26 so to pretty new to the tinderbox for tinderbox yeah. standards. Um, and then you haven't had that long to sit and think, but for you, if, how did that feel to that character, right? Is two years yeah. a long time to you? Are you like an impatient dude? Yes, very impatient. Yeah. So like super frustrated and, uh, and like a, a ready to ready to snap. And is he looking looking for any chance to escape? Yes. Okay. He would have to be kept in. So since he's a forged domain character at level eight, I mean I'm a, I have built to level five, but I looked ahead a bit, and one of the things you get is like literally fabricate 
is like always prepared kind of spell that it would have to be in a very magical cell because if there's any metal, you could just turn it into a suit of armor in an hour or instantaneously with fabricate <laughs> and yes, like create of, weapons and then the be like, the get the back out of here. Different wings for different kinds of okay. fire-based users. So you've been in a space where there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. So that'd be super frustrating for a very long time. Yeah. And yeah. And obviously, the whole point of this campaign, sort of a Suicide Squad style, mm -hmm. they're going to come to you guys with a chance to either eliminate your time or reduce your sentence, because all of you have different lengths of time you've mm -hmm. been told you have to stay there for, most of you forever. And Damn. yeah, with the chance of, doing, of being able to be free sooner if you do this most mm -hmm. deadly task, which is they will tell you about it on day one. OK, OK, mm -hmm. OK. So I'm going to, we're going to start with some questions about your character so we can work on some of these personality things and get to know them a little bit better, and okay. then we'll roll up. So roll it, D100. D100. And I'm just going to kind of ask you some questions that'll help us figure out your character. OK. OK. And it might help us pick some things out. I know we're going to play starting, we're going to hit the ground running at level eight for day one of the campaign, but. 48. 48, OK. <laughs> 48 is so funny because it's always like, 48s, what? 4D8. <laughs> That's pretty good. So the question I want to ask you is, what aspect of your character's future are they most curious about? Ooh. If they could know one thing about their future, what would it be? What would they ask a fortune teller? What would they ask a fortune teller? Good question. Um, I'm leaning couple of ways. One of them would either be something about uh, will I succeed in like purifying enough of the world for what was it? I wanted to say Odenkirk. Ondestad. <laughs> for Bob Odenkirk. For, uh, for Ondestad. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> He's a god of fire. Uh, so something in that regard, like will I live to see the, the, the fulfillment of like what that god's whole thing is. So it's very much about like, do I have a purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. And otherwise, it would have to do with the dad and like, will I, uh, will we rule over? Mm. Uh, oh, what's the name of the city? There's like an Efridi city. I can't remember what it's called. Well, yeah, we're also gonna figure out kind of where you got busted in the world, but we can look at that stuff too. Um, sure. But let's work on a couple of their little personality questions okay. before we level up. So. Another D100 roll for me. Okay. 54. 54. So this is a, a cultural quirk mm. of where you were. Or maybe, for in your case, maybe the dwarves you grew up with. Okay. And I'm doing some fun D100 tables that um, we can share with people. But, uh, oh, you grew up with the people who said that saying no is very rude. Instead, they say, yes, once this. So they don't. Conditional agreement. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Just a fun, a fun thing that you can maybe flavor in, yeah. um, if you like it. Okay, I do like that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of fun. I've been trying to think of uh, a greeting because, like, some of my creators, my creators, my characters have had, uh, and, and nothing too complex. Like Rurik is just, "Hi, I'm Rurik," uh, an emissary. I am emissary. Like, and that's more of a mission statement because that's his people. That people thought it was his name, but that was actually their purpose. 
Um, and then Scoops is uh, Scoops, Dimble, Fremlin, Dandelion, Mernig, at your service. So then what? I want something that's maybe vaguely threatening, but also uh, charming. Mm. So you could take it, uh, looking for like some sort of double entendre. I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm Well, if people have suggestions. Yeah, yeah, put them in the chat. I'll um, comment And roll your D100 again for me. D100 again. Because we're going to have something that was in your pockets when you were arrested that you're hoping you'll find again. Something that was in a their special, pockets. A, something to, special to you. Okay, uh, 97. Ooh, way down that list. Yeah, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> An advertisement for a local tavern. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm hoping to get again? Okay. Maybe, maybe there's some information written on the back or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like number, a place to go to, mm. like something slave trady. Yeah, something important, right? Yeah. Although it would have been relevant, it'd have to still be relevant two years later. Or however, t- <laughs> or however, however much you longer. Get your hands on it again. Ooh, right? maybe it's a stash of uh, uh, something magical. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, I'll leave that okay. with you. I'll, I'll think ponder, of ponder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Free drink. <laughs> just just one. Maybe it's like someone promised you you could drink for free forever there. Oh yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, this is proof. Okay, lifetime free. One drink. last D100 roll before we get into more about uh, leveling this guy. All right, uh, 007. So that's just seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is something I want to propose to you as a as a random option on a more villainous character trait for you to attempt to incorporate into your character. Okay. I know you've already got a really good plan of this of this dude, but you hear voices and are deeply devout to your, to the divine whims of the voices. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that, that kind of lines up. Yeah, I've already got an eye thing I'm gonna try and build. Yeah, so um, I'll throw that out to you. Um, incorporate it if, if you feel like that, that helps you build some uniqueness. Hearing voices. To him. Would be the second character I've done that hears voices. <laughs> oh, oh, Trevor. Okay, so now what do we need to do? I'm gonna go back to your character sheet because we're gonna level you up. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna play at level eight, so that you guys can actually fight a dragon, maybe. Wait, where's my? There it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> indubitably. So I'm just gonna. We're just jumping to eight on beyond, yeah. Yeah, just okay. work work through the process and let me know what your questions and concerns are. Because I also want, we talked a little bit about it already, but everybody's going to get two green items and two blue. Yes. And I make no promises that all of those items show up to you when that you get your stuff back. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so I have a couple of, as far as items go, I threw more into, my, I just threw them into my inventory and I can remove them. Um, but you said, yeah, you said two green, two blue. So... Where do you want to start? Uh, so you, you've leveled your character up. Do you have any questions for me? Oh. Um, before we get into the items. I mean, I've selected level eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I, I selected the drop-down box. I have pushed the button. <laughs> I did push the button. Uh, should I do hit points first? Yeah. I've been rolling mine, Ooh. and I should have gone with fixed. Because uh, <laughs> I was ended up too lower than I could have been. Um... So, it's a D8 per level, so we're doing this three times. Five. Eight. 
nice. These are these are performance dice. They really show up best when. when no, they were on camera last night and they oh. burned me. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, dice. Uh, so that was uh, eight, six, and five. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. better 19. than fixed. I'm making up for it. Uh, so twenty-six plus. Would you say nineteen? That's nineteen. Mm -hmm. Yep. So twenty-six, nineteen, thirty, forty-five. Forty-five. Okay, great. And then. Rolled 45, so I'm at 53. Hey, I feel so much safer already. <laughs> it's only a dragon, guys. It's gonna be just fine. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. And we don't need to do spells or anything because you can do those. The almost, but I've already selected my cantrips because apparently those, as a cleric, I can change my spell loadout every time I go to sleep. Um, but uh, except for my cantrips. So I've chosen those. I am looking at them right now. Guidance. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I've never Mending. used that before. I'm excited about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, mending. You've never used guidance? No. No. Uh, uh, I'm still a rookie. <laughs> uh, mending because of the whole forge aspect. I figured that, makes that should be something that's yeah, in there. That's good character work. Um, produce flame comes from being fire genasi, so I didn't choose that one. It's just there. But that's also why I didn't choose light, because at will I can just... And yep. then that gives off light for not quite sense. as well as light. Uh, Sacred Flame, I figured, uh, had a good narrative effect. And Thaumaturgy, I took uh, mostly for uh, the to express sort of the religious zealot aspects when, like, trying to convert people or whatever, to add, like, f like effects to eyes, mm. uh, booming voice, make the ground shake, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, performative. Do you want to pitch to me your green and blue items? Sure. Uh, but before I do that, I'd like to pitch to you a common item. Huh. Yeah. Hit me. Uh, because it would be something that he would have earned through his criminal dealings mm -hmm. and could have made himself, for sure. Uh, it's just plate. Oh, he wears plate? Yeah. Because starting equipment-wise, it's, it's, it's lots of cash. It'd be like chainmail. Yeah, plate is worth fifteen hundred, but he's a criminal, active for eight years, mm -hmm. slave trade. Could totally get some plate and could make it himself. Yeah. Do you want to forego a green item? Ooh, place of it? potentially. Potentially. Uh, and because also, when I look at starting equipment, it, starting equipment for the class would allow chainmail, and I was like, okay, but that's starting but like, that would at be like star level yeah, one. Exactly. We're all the way to level eight. Yeah. So. And your character's been out on the road and has yeah. daddy money bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. The green items I'm looking at. So we, we talk talked a about, about yeah, the yeah green one. Okay. we talked about one of them that I, I don't want to give up because I and and I don't think it would. Uh, so I wanted to to take eyes of charming, but to have undergone some sort of alteration or surgery that instead of it being a pair of glasses, have actually been lenses that have been surgically attached to his eyes, so that he has a magic item that are embedded in his eyes and that at will he can attempt to try to charm. It's gross. People I like today. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other one I have on here is a ring of warmth. Oh. Um, and that is, are you familiar with the ring of warmth? I am not. Uh, while wearing this ring, you have resistance to cold damage. In addition, you and everything you wear and carry are unharmed by temperatures as low as minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit. I, I say you could have that in your inventory. Um, 
but I might not get it depending on the rolls of... Uh, yeah, because I'm definitely going to roll for who gets what back when, you know, you go to prison and they've arrested you mm -hmm. and uh, they throw you in your cell with none of your good stuff. And the idea is they're supposed to give you back everything. Mm -hmm. And I think I decided I would roll on what everybody gets back. I'll be nice, mostly. And, you know, we'll see. Okay. But I do think that's something that, you know, your character might have okay. had on you. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, as far as blue items, I've put more in here than I, uh, I even want. Uh, basically, one of them is a shield. It's a plus two shield. Okay. Um, the other three, it's basically one of three. So I wanted you to help me figure out which one makes the most sense. Um, I have one equipped that I think makes the most sense, especially narratively. The other one is, I mean, it's a little, the Dragon Slayer sword, or Dragon Slayer long sword, I think is a little too pointed and doesn't make a lot of sense. This is me being like, we're supposed to kill a dragon, right? Well, this will do extra damage. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, it's between the plus two longsword uh, and a, de, 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 the flame tongue longsword. And the flame tongue longsword totally suits this character. Something that, as you know, a god of fire, if you can speak a command word and pff, flaming sword, I, I, it just makes tons of sense. I think it makes tons of sense for yeah. your character. Yeah. yeah. And also, it has like an intimidation factor to it. Oh yeah. It would be totally about oh, his hell jam. Yeah. 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 So that's the one I, I, I'm leaning towards, although, uh, oh, I need to take a feat. Okay. In order to use these things effectively. And it is uh, Weapon Master, I believe. Hold on a second, I'm in the wrong page. Uh, class, choose an option, feat. Choose a feat. Uh, Weapon Master. So Forge Domain Clerics are not proficient uh, with anything beyond simple weapons, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> but they are uh, good with uh, heavy armor because of the strength that I'm at here. Yeah, because that'll bring my strength up to enough to handle the plate. Yes, yeah. so make it all work. Because you got to be at 15 to even wear it. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm going to have to thank someone from my chat in my own personal stream last night because I didn't know that. Uh, hero, rescuing yeah. the cleric. Thanks, Host. Uh, we don't have too much time because I'm going to rotate through all the places yes. today. You and I will catch up more. So thank you so much for introducing us. Yeah. I have a special thing to give you. Sure. Um, and I'm going to like... special thing. I know, presents. Presents from... Sean Halloran, who is a friend of uh, the Filthy Lawn family and who creates amazing, beautiful materials like these books. They are character books. Oh! Track of all of your notes. Oh! And they come in all these beautiful colors. They're so amazing. You can find them on materialcomponents.co. Okay. And. Sick! I know. We have uh, some really cool things to look at. Um, as I let you pick the color of the book that you'd like. Oh! So pick your book. Oh, I get first pick? Uh, oh, Matt's gonna hate me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, if you flip to the front page, this is the kind of ready brown one, this part you can do dry erase pen and marker on. Oh! So I, I, have, I, have, a, I have this for you as well. Oh wow! And then there's a sheet in there, oh wow! 
Oh, wow. There's a sheet in the front, a little like um, a cloth to help you erase. Oh, cool. They are acid-free satin paper. Hero book. Sewn binding. They're so beautiful. They're really adapted. This this collection of them is for D&D 5e, which is what we're, we're playing in this campaign. There's notes in here about the classes. Quick um, Handy, quick reference, exactly. Oh, cool, for uh, like extra also, actions. 100% recycled and sustainable, sustainably sourced paper. Amazing. And it's a carbon oh. neutral facility. Like, what the hell? This is amazing. Oh, These are beautiful. They are unique to you once you start throwing all your info in here. Um, you can Ooh. read about the different... Uh, races and yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. Information. I mean, the handy one for me is I always bookmark the page of conditions. Because I, I always kind of forget. Do you, use? do you dog ear? No. <laughs> no I saw. I would never do this book. You saw I, us fighting, fighting about it, didn't you? No, I saw an alignment chart of what kind of bookmarks <laughs> you use. Um, at my home, I just memorize the page. Oh, lawful evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt is always like, "You're a madman." I'm in. Uh, can you? So I feel like I'm being. Uh, my time is complete. Uh, We're going to talk more. We got yes. a couple weeks. Still. Can you send me the info of that god to help? Yes, me make some on the stat. Stuff? Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah. On the stat. On a stat. Let me post it to you in stat? Slack right now, and then you'll have the info as you go away to put it in your character. Notes okay, right okay, away. okay. So let me just steal this out of the Pantheon page. Bum, 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 bum. It sounds like we landed on Flame Tongue Longsword. Yep. But. We didn't land anywhere on plate for sure. You said we'd be willing to give up a green. Yes. Put the plate, you could have it. Oh. Uh, we'll see if they, they're going to have to give you back armor. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they want us to succeed, right? Well. <laughs> <laughs> they want us to have a good shot. I think people have, I, you'll see. Okay, okay. There's how to spell on the stat. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank so, you. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's going to be Nacious. fun. Yes, Ignatius Impapit. Ignatius Impapit. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Okay, I'm not going to pretend to can do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about uh, the fire genasi have uh, voices like the crackling of fire. So I'm going to have a lot of rhythmic. Yeah, a lot of pops. Amazing. Um, as you pack it in, I'm meeting Cheyenne next. Okay. And so I'm going to, well, if you can help me spritz the table down a Oh sure. And we'll meet our next. Our next player! I felt like you were gonna say contestant. Well. <laughs> Come on down! Come on down! You're the next contestant. Who's ready to Session go Session zero! Next. Burn the doors. Woo! All right. <laughs> What's oh. the website again for these? Hero Books on. <laughs> Material Components. Material Components. <laughs> That's it. There you go. And uh, hopefully, we can have somebody. Uh, I'll share it in the chat right now. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, uh, for those at home in Twitch, I'm gonna stay in the chat while everywhere other. Sweet. And th yeah, here's a link to, to the Hero Hi, Book page. I'm here. Hi. I'm Yay. told to come. Uh, <laughs> oh, so many things. I'll get you out this of your is, way. Oh, Am I in your way? No. I no. I'll stand over here. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> don't worry, chat's only kind of making fun of you. <laughs> 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 burr, burr, burr. Here, I'll put this over here so it's easy. Yeah, yeah. And then there's some stuff if you want. Amazing. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited. I almost said, hello, Ela. I know. <laughs> I know. She's always going to be with us, I think. And uh, what a journey at the end. Oh, my gosh. Such a journey. Oh, my goodness. She had such a bigger part in things than 
I could have ever hoped for for her, so it was very sweet. Well, let's meet someone wild, wildly different. Wildly different. Wildly yeah. different. But equally a part of me. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that we are all more than just like one thing, and the beautiful part about D&D &D is getting to explore the different sides of yourself and try that person on. Totally. Yes, I think it's mm -hmm. great. I'm very excited. Okay, I'm going to pop over to our... Because you've loaded your character in. Sure have. I, I and I, I think you need to let me and the, and the world know, mm. how did you even come up with this? Um, well, I'm an emo kid at heart. My uh, high school years were spent with black hair and skinny jeans and in like weird uh, community center screamo shows. Uh, so I have created the character Maya Mortal who is a, <laughs> she's a 16 year old um, tiefling phoenix sorcerer um, with a whole lot of attitude uh, and uh, a lot of angst, a lot of angst. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we are in for a ride. Oh, you sure are. <laughs> so I imagine that the tinderbox has to have a special wing for, you know, the young criminals. Juvenile delinquents. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they still need to be kept away from the rest of society. Absolutely. You don't yeah. play nice with others. I don't. Um, and you're real dangerous. And we're going to find out more about her now. <laughs> and you, you had some interesting ideas about how her character grew up. Yes. Um, I picture her, uh, she was adopted by two human clerics uh, who are like devoutly religious, like the fundamentalist Christians of Altero. And so teethlings have been sort of a stigmatized group of people so they're like it was like a missionary work white savior shit bullshit they uh they adopted a young tiefling um without knowing that she had some pretty intense powers and was not going to follow their religious teachings so she grew up like very much in their their religion um, but from a young age uh started spontaneously uh bursting into flame and bursting other people into flame so they think she's the devil, so they sent her away. <laughs> it's beautiful. And I was going to propose to you, because I've run a couple of campaigns, not campaigns, a couple of games, mostly one-shot type things, but uh, in particular one where uh, there are some religious zealots and they've got a bunch of pirates who kind of partner with them to destroy alcohol when they go out on raids. Mm. And so there's this really like dry religious order that are very upset about anybody having access to drugs or booze or any of that kind of stuff. And I call them the League of Temperance. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Um, and then I was looking up some, some words that we could, we could call these guys. Um, and then I found the word nephilism that I'd never heard of before. Nephilism. And it means the, nephilism, the total abstinence from alcohol. Oh, see, I've never heard of that word. Never, I've never heard that word. So I thought maybe we could call these uh, religious clerics Nephilites. Nephilites, I love that. Yeah, and they would be part of the League of Temperance, and uh, they they are uh, mostly in this stage or part of the world where there's a lot of pirates and stuff. But it's the Sugar Islands. Okay. And so we can have you from that part of the world. Okay. That would be much farther south, obviously, than than the tinderbox is located. <laughs> Um, and there's a city there, the main city on the Sugar Islands is called Marloose. Marloose. M-A-R-L-O-U-S-S-E. -S -S -E. So that's some kind of like backstory that if we need to flavor some stuff in, cool. 
you would have grown up sort of in those, you know, Caribbean-y, piracy-like area, kind oh. of thinking like that sort of a vibe for what it might have looked like and felt like. But now you've been presumably up to some serious carnage. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if you have an idea about what happened for your first and last crimes, but I also have tables we could roll on. Oh, I, let's roll. Okay. I, I love rolling by chance. I had a bit of an idea, but I think rolling is way more fun and we're doing it live, okay. which is great. Let's find out. Let's find so out. I would like you to roll a D8 for me. Okay. When, when you're up and rolling. <laughs> when I'm up and rolling. When you're up and rolling. Okay. And we're going to roll the D8 three times, but each time is going to tell us a little bit more about the story. Amazing. Oh, that's so fun. And do we want to do your first crime and then maybe the crime you were busted as separate crimes that we learn about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay. Roll in a D8. Okay. I got a seven. Ooh. Oh, my. So <laughs> this, first, this first crime yeah. that uh, maybe your family wasn't able to either protect you from the authorities or they turned you in, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is a crime against health and probably a murder. Whoa! Oh, mm. shit! Okay. Uh, maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe you did just light someone on and the whole place on fire? Well, yeah. I, actually, one of the things I was thinking that could be interesting, um, an interesting breaking point for her parents, like maybe sending her away, uh, would be if she accidentally burned down their temple. <laughs> or like, not even accidentally, like rage burned it down. Like, yeah. I, I, I think some of her powers come with, like, she's young and so hormonal and she doesn't quite have a grasp on her powers yet. So when she feels big emotions, um, things burst into flames. Nice. And she's 16, so everything's a big emotion. Every, uh, yeah, okay. Well, roll the D8 again. Okay. Five. Okay. So, my goodness. Oh, it no. is a blood relation to you. Oh, no! Who is the victim of this crime. Oh, no! So, what do you want to work into this? Whoa. Sibling? Cousin? Interesting. Aunt or uncle? One of the parents, even? Mm-mm. It sounds like they might still be around with kind of what you're yeah, yeah. about, right? Maybe, like, like my uncle is, like, a, a sort of leader in the Netflix. Oh, and did something happen for you to just lose your shit in that moment? Yeah. Maybe, uh, well, I think she feels very, like, othered, and, mm -hmm. like, nobody understands her. They don't. Um, of course they don't. Uh, so maybe there is maybe there was some like ignorance he that he said or something that just really ticked her off. Like yeah. he's trying to like like purify her. He's trying to baptize her. And so, yeah, <laughs> baptize her against her will. That's great. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's trying to baptize her against her will. Roll a d8 again. I got a one. Okay, so part of the motive is pride. Um, Interesting. Yeah, um, and about power. And so, you know, maybe it is, you know, her frustration in that moment is her emotions, but also maybe, you know, what that moment was about. Mm-hmm. Well, would you consider her a prideful character? Yeah, I think anybody that is, like, uh, adheres to, like, a, uh, one of these sort of subcultures is very proud of that subculture. So I think she's... Um, yeah, like no one understands me. I'm so I'm different and like very protective of mm. of that counterculture. And maybe she's also very um, like she's adopted and doesn't look like the other people in her, you know, in the Nephilites. So maybe she is just feels very like 
um, yeah, like she's in the wrong place and there's something better for her and these people are keeping her down. Awesome. And maybe at this stage, your parents were like, we have to send you away. And then at some point you probably got away from whoever you were yeah. you know, being. Maybe they sent, sent me those, that like Dr. Phil <laughs> school, the Ontario version of that Dr. Phil Paris Hilton school. Yeah. And then you would have had to get loose and be out on your own for a little bit yeah. so that we can, even though you're younger, you've had a lot of like street experience because yeah. you, you've leveled up to, you know, we're starting out at five here, but we're going to level you up to eight. Amazing. Yeah. So it's been a real crash course in, you know, learning your powers in the world and yeah, how, what your place in it is. Yeah, and I think she's like partially, you know, she's she does come from this like privilege of a, a family that's like very well put together. So I think she maybe um, idealizes like being out by herself on the streets, and maybe it's been a lot harder than she expected. Mm-hmm. Classic teenager. Did she get move. wrapped up in some some people that maybe she wasn't? Absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she got busted doing something with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. With with them. Yeah. Let's find out what that crime was. Yeah. Let's please let's let's roll again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this time, seven. Let's roll again. Let's not do another like just straight up. That one was murder. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a D8. Three. Mm. Oh, this time is either a kidnapping or a blackmail. Oh. Okay. Kidnapping or blackmail. So maybe with this, like, whatever crime group she got mixed up in, they're probably using her for her powers. Yeah. Maybe to, like, hold a rich kid hostage or something. Mm-hmm. Another teenager? Yeah. That maybe she bonded with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold a teenager. Ho- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold a teenager hostage. Maybe it's, like... Maybe she's like, uh, yeah, this group that she's been traveling with, these like ruffians, um, uh, wanted her to like get close to this kid so that they could, you know, extort their, his rich parents. But then maybe she like has a huge crush on him secretly. Oh my And it's God, very yes. sad about it. Oh like, my goodness. And it's like, she, she like, it was like the skater boy Avril Lavigne song, like a very like. Yes, he was. Torrid, yeah. He was a skater boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, Okay. And he probably, like, you know, was so cute, though. Oh, my God, he was so cute. Right? He was, like, a little preppy, but he was so cute. Yeah, because he was obviously, you know, destined for a life of just silver spoons. and Totally. Yeah. He doesn't know what the real world is, even though she's only been in the real world <laughs> for a small <laughs> amount of time. She's the worst. But she probably felt kind of protective of him. Totally. Right? Yeah. 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 Aw. Maybe see this life where, like... Maybe he, if he married her, she'd be a princess and, Aww. you know, this, like, dream of what it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we, we don't necessarily need to roll on this one, but it is, like, who that victim was. So it's probably that person was a stranger. Yeah. Until. Until we met. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, almost the love of her life if this hadn't happened. Then. Well, in her short 16 years, probably <laughs> the love of her short 16-year-old life. Yeah. We're gonna have to name this dude. Oh, absolutely. Who was mm-hmm. I in love with when I was sixteen? I'm trying to think. Who is who is the like that um, attractive? He's got everything. If you if you could connect to that person, hmm. your life would be set and everything would be comfortable. Yeah, but we'll call him Bobby. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Bobby. Nice. I'm thinking of someone very in particular <laughs> that I hope isn't watching. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
And so the the motive for all of this then would have been, is it cash? Is it just cash? Let's roll the D8. Let's the leader the of your group probably told you guys it was cash. Yeah. But this is what it was really about. Okay. I'll roll the three again. Oh. Is that good? Interesting. Okay. It's to protect the criminals from reprisal. So the idea being then maybe... Maybe it's like a judge's son mm. or something. You know what I mean? Like somebody with power, with power that is looming, against, holding something yeah, over them. Against the organization? Yeah. Mm. So it's like a, kind of that blackmail thing. Like, well, let him go if you let all the other shit we do slide. Like a mob thing, but not the mob. Oh. You know? I like it. Buying judges and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then what happened? I feel like the, the most emo You got thing, busted. Yeah. The most emo thing to do would be like somehow either there's sort of two two routes we could go like the really tragic like somehow Bobby dies because of this and you know she blames herself or like Bobby finds out like the truth about her and doesn't you know says we can't be together I don't love you Mm -hmm. and that was really serious and and he doesn't believe her that she was put up to it yeah or or like the whole route of like you know He's like, come with me, mm. right? And she said, did she choose her gang? Mm. Or maybe she didn't get a choice. Should we roll for this one? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. But, okay, so under, so one, two, three, or four, he's died. Okay. Five, six, seven, or eight, he's alive. And then we'll worry about the, okay. whether he's alive or dead. The dice decide. Uh, what happened to Bobby? Bobby? Oh no, he died! He died! Oh no! Oh no, Bobby died! Okay. 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 So, so she she never got the chance to find out what life could have been like with Bobby. She she will never she'll never know, and it's gonna haunt her forever. Yeah. Maybe she feels like his like ghost is haunting her too. You know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of emo songs like that. <laughs> so like, what could have been? You yeah. Know? Yeah. She she messed up, and somehow it's like her fault that he died in this. Yeah. Handover kerfuffle. Yeah. Yes. So it all goes south. Everything falls apart. Maybe his parents didn't really give enough shit about him to actually rescue him. They just bust in. You guys are all like fleeing on your own. He dies. She thinks it might be her fault, but doesn't know if it really was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. So she's just left wondering. Yeah. You know. What could have been? And she has nothing now. She doesn't have Bobby, and she doesn't have... Her gang. Her gang, and, you know, she can't go back home, so she's... Yeah, maybe she was the only kind of, like, survivor left over, so they kind of pull her out of it. Yeah. And they yeah. pin the whole thing on her. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Only survivor, yeah. This, like, crazy, weird organization thing. She probably doesn't even understand exactly what the whole fight was about. No, no. She, I think she probably thinks this is like way lower level than it is. And she's been very easily manipulated by, because she's young and super powerful. I like this a lot. This is going to be super fun for her to work with. Yeah. Okay. And then how are you feeling with the rest of her character work? Do you want to do some more just like rolls to get to know her? Sure, yeah. Okay, so roll a d100 and I'm just gonna ask you a random question about her. Okay. And we'll see what kind of, what feels right. For Maya. 
Yeah, my Is mortal a family name or did she take that her name herself? Oh, that's funny. Were they the mortals? I think that's funnier. <laughs> I think it's funnier if she didn't make it up. Like, that's just her name. Yeah, yeah. So people are just like, that's not a real name. Yeah. It is. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> Got 50. 50. Bang on. Okay. Who in a traveling party would she prioritize rescuing? Okay. The De most dire of circumstances. Definitely the cutest boy. <laughs> Definitely the cutest boy. Uh, she's at that age, but that's the only thing speaking to her right. from her body. Okay. The cutest boy. Let's do one more. <laughs> okay. Uh, you need to roll two dice for... Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All good. Uh, 10. What do I got in here? So I think we all know that about Maya. Mm -hmm. But I, I like that you said it out loud. See how yeah. it felt. You know, it's good. <laughs> God, so funny. And then 14. 14. Something else that let's get to know her a little bit. Oh, the question was, has she ever been in love? Oh. She did all that. It's so good. Roll once more. We know we know she's in love we with know. Bobby. She loved Bobby. Yeah. Oh, that's cocked. Uh, 76. <laughs> I like the way you you fix that. You're just like, you know. Well, <laughs> saute. <Right? laughs> oh. If she could forget any of her memories, which would she choose? Hmm. Does she want to forget any of those horrible things she's done? Or any of the good things? Or anything about, like, you know, those embarrassing things that happen to us as mm. teenagers? Yeah, I mean, I think... Oh, speaking of which, I wrote a list of embarrassing things that can happen to her throughout the game. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think she would... She would probably want to forget that she was in love with Bobby. Like, she'd want to forget that mm. part because that makes everything else easier. Yeah. Right? She wants to have a, a redo at first love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. roll the D100 again, because we're going to find out a little bit of like the quirk about her people. Perfect. Something quirky about them. 77. Ooh. Rolling nice and high up there. Okay. 77. Oh. Tipping your hat to someone who doesn't have a hat is an insult. Oh. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> it's like biting your thumb. Yeah. Tipping your hat to someone who doesn't have a hat. is an insult. That, that's weird. I like it. It would really apply to Hila. Mm -hmm. uh, roll me another D100. Hila. <laughs> 54. Okay. So Maya went to a fortune teller once. Okay. And the fortune teller told her, the face of the one you seek is a busker at dawn. A composer at noon, a patron at dusk, a maestro under the stars. A busker at dawn. Composer it, at noon. Composer. Patron at dusk. A maestro under the stars. That was the fortune she was given. Maestro under the stars. Okay. This, so this suits her. This, like this this actually really suits her because I have come up with her favorite band. Um because, you know, that was very important to me at the time. Mm -hmm, so her mm -hmm. favorite band is called um, Your Synthetic Devotion. It's a, it's a group of drows, uh, so they're all like very attractive and dark and emo. So maybe she thinks this is pertaining to the lead singer of yes. <laughs> her favorite band. Yeah, like, that 100%. makes total sense. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to marry the lead singer of my favorite band. Mm -hmm. Is his name? I haven't come up with his name yet. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm sure she knows him by first name. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's think. So I was in love with Gerard, Gerard Way when I was a 16-year-old. So maybe it's like Bernard Farr. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm writing that okay, down. So, That's canon now. Yeah. Bernard is, <laughs> is this amazing busker at dawn, composer at noon, patron at dusk, maestro under the stars. Oh, I wrote mm. under the stairs. That's different. Maestro <laughs> 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 under the stairs. <laughs> and I'm also having everybody roll a D100 for something that was in your pockets that was kind of special that you're hoping will show up in your stuff. It's not one of your items or your or your weapons. It's just something a little like trinkety that you had with you. Cool. 89. Ooh, okay. You had a collector's set of very tiny letter openers. Ooh. Mm. Collector set of tiny letter openers. Well, they definitely didn't let you keep that. Yeah, absolutely not. That's a little little mini weapon. I mean, for all your love letters. Adorable. Mm-hmm. And for stabbing things. Oh, uh, yeah. It does two things. She does stab a lot of things, yeah. <laughs> Very stabby and letter writey. Maybe they are little daggers. Yeah. You know, but they're also her, like, letter openers. Cute. That's cute. So she's looking so to get those back. Yeah. Okay, and then because she's on the road to becoming a villain, did you pick an alignment that you're kind of trying to work with? I originally was going with chaotic evil, but I think I'm just going to go with chaotic neutral right mm -hmm. now because I figured she's 16. She doesn't really know what she wants yet, and I think that general feeling is very chaotic. You yeah. know, she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know what she wants. She thinks she does, but everything's changing always. And Okay, so yeah. one more D100 roll. And this is for something that is like... If you want to incorporate it, a villainous sort of personality. Cool. Trait. 21. Okay, so this one is you crave respect or friendship of great heroes. <laughs> She's groupie. Yeah. <laughs> She's a wannabe groupie. I like it. And then if we pop over, you've picked as her background Phoenix Descendant, which makes sense for the, yeah. the character you're building. Um, and as a sorcerer, um, the source of your of your magic is related to yeah yeah that's awesome yeah. okay and then um some other characteristics that you've got in here uh near fire being near fire keeps you calm you're looking to grow your power um and then i think it's really interesting that you put as a bond the fire in me grows ever more and i must work to keep it controlled yeah which relates to a lot of that backstory stuff about you know when you lose control, it's really bad. Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. So I think, like, I think she she kind of understands as much as you can when you're that age that there is something really great about her and there's something really powerful, but she has like absolutely no control of it right now, and I think that scares her. So she really wants to master it because she thinks there's better things for her on the horizon. And she can be with great heroes, but she doesn't know how to use it and she doesn't know how to control her emotions. Is she and, looking for a mentor? Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 She's, she's got no, like, you know, her parents, she never connected with her parents and she doesn't really know who she is. She doesn't have that person in her life to guide her. So. It's amazing. So you're seeing her as a purple skin with black hair that has red in it. Yeah. And then where are the feathers incorporated from the Phoenix? Um, I think there's a, some in her hair, like the kind of like little tufts that are like hair. Um, and I think then they like pop up on her arms, but she plucks them out because she thinks it's like unattractive. 
Mm. So, you know, that teenager, like, body change, she's like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to be cropping up on her spine, too. Ooh, I like yeah. it. Okay. Um, and as we level her up, uh, we're going to take her all the way to eight. <laughs> so we're going to roll. Uh, you can add, we're going to add hit points and then some, uh, maybe a feat or okay. anything else. So just go to D&D &D Beyond and okay. then just start working through the process. Okay. Because I'm just looking in here at her stats at five, which is looking good. So we need a few more hit points to fight a dragon. Mm -hmm. That'd be useful. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So should I just level to eight right now and yeah. see what happens? Great. Okay. Oh, this is exciting. Yes. Okay. Level eight. So now I have 50 hit points. Mm-hmm. Thick. Okay. Ability score improvement. Or a feat. Or a feat. Interesting. Okay. So I can increase two ability scores by two, or by one, or one by two. Or I can take a feat. Yes. And looking across the board, I mean, your charisma looks good for a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing is standing out to me like, you know, I must have this. You could role play this quite easily, right? Mm -hmm. So a feat might be something I might be interested in. Let's look at them. What are the feats that we can take? Let's see. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. Oh. As a sorcerer, there's a couple of like magic abilities mm -hmm. that are kind of handy. Mm -hmm. There's some flame ones, some magic ones. Hmm, ritual caster. Well, now, what does that mean? Because I've never played a sorcerer before, so I, I usually play druids. Mm -hmm. um, oh. So this is all very new to me, and sorcerers have a lot more rules, I feel. I, I think it's because you're used to playing druids. Maybe. I think they're, I, I mean, everything is as complicated as, um, as, as you want to make it. Yeah. Course. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, yes, and, and some things are, you need all of the components and all the things with you. If you know something as a ritual, then it's like you have all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just reading through it as like the idea that the spells are written in a ritual book. Okay. Um, when you acquire it as a feat, the ritual book can hold two first level spells of your choice. And then obviously the sorcerer fits in there. And then uh, choose spells that have the ritual tag. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and then you can add them into the, the ritual book. Okay. I don't know. I feel like it might be something cooler. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, okay, what would you, what do you think would be, because you're the D&D wizard over here. Not a wizard. I don't know if I'll you play it. a wizard. <laughs> I played some wizards. You played some wizards in your day? Um, what do you think would be the most um, beneficial for my character looking at what I can do? Because I'm quite powerful as far as, like, attack spells mm -hmm. um, and some defense stuff. I don't have any like healing or anything like that. I think I just like, yeah, just kind of. Yeah, let me look tornado. at the <laughs> here. Oh, I see you, you, you were, the telepathic was something that showed up there. Yeah, I, I was just looking you at You were looking it. at that one, right? Yeah. That's an interesting one because you have really high charisma, which is just something natural about you as a sorcerer. That's what I've been told. <laughs> and then I like, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at magic initiate right now. Okay, let's take a look. 
which will add some cantrips to your sorcerer list, which gives you some extra stuff that don't cost a bunch of magic. Sweet. And then you can add another spell. Okay. Oh, that's kind of cool. And I'm just thinking a bit about coming from that religious background, where maybe they tried to teach you magic to help control you know, yeah. your abilities. So that might be something that might be interesting. Okay. Give you some extra magics. I love having multiple spells. That's great. And these are cantrips, yeah? The, the two of them will be cantrips, and then one will be a first level spell okay. that you can learn and cast at the lowest level. And then you finish a long rest. So it doesn't use up a spell slot. Ah, It's okay. just that you get that one. Okay. I don't know, chat, what do you think I should take? Ooh. What do you think I should take? Oh, any suggestions? People yeah. are helping out? Yeah. I am often looking for stuff that gives me extra cantrips because it's just nice to be able to burn a bunch yeah. of magic stuff that I don't have to uh, worry a lot about Yeah. saving everything for the big fight. Yeah. Got a couple yeah. extras in your pocket. And I'm like, I, I don't think I'm very, I'm not very strong with melee stuff. So I think um, that would be good mm. to be able to, to have that. Um, and then if you're worried about wanting to be better at melee stuff, that's another interesting idea that we could look at. I wonder if there's anything that's sort of, hmm. <laughs> there's also, ooh. Yep. I just looked at a cantrip called Lightning Lure, which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, create a lash of lightning and it strikes a creature of your choice within 15 feet of you, they must succeed on strength saving throw or be pulled up to 10 straight feet straight towards you and then Ooh. take lightning damage, which feels like on brand. I like it. And very powerful. It's like on uh, The Last Airbender, how the fire sister, her powers were so much more intense and she was able to do the lightning stuff really easily. Yeah. I think she that's was super it. emo. Yeah. Yeah, wonder, yeah, that's very cool. That's very cool. Like lightning is a whole other source of fire heat magic yeah i like that yeah okay so we'll take that one and we'll take i'll let you also ponder there's an elemental adept lightning which is another feat and you could do that about fire or lightning but if you're kind of into lightning oh. and you want to have some extra lightning business okay. and then because you can also going to have cantrips anyways as a sorcerer yeah so you could take some lightning stuff along with your fire and then if you have the lightning elemental adept you would have resistance to lightning damage. And when you roll for damage on a spell that deals lightning damage, you can treat a one or any damage dealt as a two. And that's an interesting, mm. give yourself some extra stuff. If you wanted to be like, I'm gonna enhance my lightning abilities. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess we're gonna have to check in on more of the stuff as we go and, and keep building this character over the next few weeks. But Cheyenne, do you wanna choose a Oh my god. So you already have one of these at I home for do. your other characters. I do. I love them so much. I think they're so Do you have a new cool. color? Oh. Because you've got one. I'm not sure which color you have at home. I have a green one at home. Druidy. Druidy oh, stuff. You know, amazing. natural. I'm thinking the black would probably be very like oh, emo, emo kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love, uh, my favorite quality is that they stay open. The pages stay open. They're so amazing. Like Because the, they're sewn. Yeah, right? they're sewn Binding. the way they're bound. So they just like... Any page you want, it just stays open. And I think that is it's amazing. so handy. It's I will cool post thing. another link to these books in the chat again in okay. case anybody's new and missed it. 
but this is uh, from Material Components. Great. Uh, Vancouver local company, so local company, sustainably sourced materials, carbon neutral business. Amazing. 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 That's and the wonderful. reference material that is in each of these books is so good. Yeah, it's so super, useful. super thorough. And just the ability to um, uh, be able to wipe away things is so nice. Remember you play on paper and you're like erasing and erasing and erasing. Oh, yeah. Erasing, oh, yeah. You like Halfway burn a hole campaign, through your You're like, I need a new sheet entirely. Yeah, can't read any of this. No. Yeah. So this is awesome. I'm so excited. Yay. Thank you. Uh, Maya sounds amazing I'm and so terrifying. And I'm so excited to unleash her into this story with a bunch of other weirdos. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, my goodness. I don't know anything about other characters either, so I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, I think even just putting the four of you into one room together is like, oh, no. <laughs> More so than uh, Shadows of Blood? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. And then once you guys are told you have to do this thing, or else this consequences, etc. And then you have to go out and actually do something on a timeline. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to it. Excellent. I can't wait. When do we start? We start in two, three, three weeks? weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah, three weeks. I know. It's so exciting. Woo, so we'll exciting. we'll be live, and then later on YouTube, if people want to catch up with all of our fun adventures. But February eighth is our first game day. Next week. Strix characters hit the road. Amazing. And then Capri's game. Amazing. Also amazing. And then we're burn the north. Burn the north. Should be great. We're going to liberate you from the tinderbox. I'm very excited. Yay! I will liberate myself from this set. Very nice. Right and we're going to take a short break so I can do some quick human things. Yes. And then we'll be back with two more characters. Yay! Oh my goodness! Popping. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I am too. I can't wait to learn more about your character. I've I've actually played a game with someone that might be very much this character, but how much have you modified since this pirate hit the seas? Right. Okay. So barely any. Okay. Uh, is the answer to that? Um, I think there may have been like a level change, but maybe even not. I okay. think like like uh, the the only. I just went over uh, the character to quickly take a look at like his stuff, but I think he's got all the same, all the same ish. So I think it'll just be a matter of like uh, figuring out what some of his like particular. This is a fun thing because be like I that. think this might be the first time that someone is playing uh, one of the one shot or not characters in a campaign. And the difference between a character that you build for the campaign, we might put the same work into building their backstory, or not. Uh, but now we're going to learn so much more about them than we right. would in a one-shot, where we actually TPK'd in that pirate Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, well, it's, it's also funny because he's a legacy character of mine, and it's not the first time he's died. So, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to bring him back. I love it. Okay. I'm just going to quickly make sure there's nothing popping up over here. Um, Sam's in the chat with you guys. And then we're going to open up your character sheet. Hi, Sam. And have a look at Introduce. Uh, yes, my character's name is uh, Shaheem Ifriti. Shaheem Ibn Ifriti, the third Esquire, if you want to be fancy. Uh, uh, and so sometimes he wants to be fancy. Uh, he is a drunken master uh, fire genasi monk. Um, 
of the sailor of the pirate background. Okay. Yes. And so having a quick look at the sheet to start out with. So level five, mm-hmm. but we're gonna you know level them up and then ask some questions. And over the next few weeks, continue perfecting these characters mm-hmm. so that um, when we meet them, leaving the tinderbox, mm-hmm. we'll know lots about them. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to bring him back. He's a he's a he's a go-to character of mine whenever I want to have like a really good time. If I'm just like, oh, we're gonna have fun. Let's go. Let's oh, go. we're gonna we're gonna have fun. <laughs> oh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. And I think one of my favorite things about it is that I told you guys to think about bringing a fire-based character who could have been convicted of a crime, and that's why you ended up in the tinderbox. I had him on. Deck. I didn't even. I didn't even wait. I, you were like, you were like, I'm ready. You you mentioned it and said like fire base. I'm like, uh huh. And you knew monk because I only play monks. And I was like, oh, I got him. Uh, and I had him. Uh, and I. <laughs> I noticed he has reduced hit points already from probably the game we played <laughs> from with him. the last game we played. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll bring him back up. And so he could dagger dart. Of course, that kind of stuff is in the inventory. Yeah. And then you're an expert with your monks. So. Mm-hmm. I, I feel good about all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I may have also added another item in the inventory. I don't know if it's stuck or 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 if I've equipped it or not. But um, I think sailors and pirate backgrounds and things like that get a um, get a club like item. The uh, mm. I forget what it's called. The the uh, belaying pin. Yes. Yes. Uh, so so I have uh, one of those kind of made made out of like a. Like a like a carved kind of a wrought iron. Nice. Kind of thing. Um, so that stuff was all confiscated, of course. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And then also you've got braces of defense. I'm gonna let you add some more items, and then we'll find out what you get back. Right. When they send you on your so I I did hear about this, and this is going to be tough because uh, he does have one one item, uh, the uh, his his flask. Uh, and the flask is like, it's it's a flask of uh, of infinite spirits. So it just like pours like very flammable, very potent um, uh, sauce, <laughs> if you will, nonstop. Uh, it is um, uh, it's an item. It's it, its actual name is Alice. Uh, um, and uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's it's an item that is not not only just like a random magical item that I made up or or, or whatever. It's kind of near and dear to his heart. And the item is actually older than the character I'm playing. Mm. The very first, no, the second character I ever played was uh, was a drunken master monk who got. A flask named Alice that poured uh, infinite ale. So this would have been in like 2011. And do you have the idea that it got handed down from you to you from another pirate? Uh, no, I I believe that this version of the item was uh, a gift crafted by his father and named after his mom. Ooh, very important. Keep so it's very much like it's the like it's the like. Uh, the like m- the cassette mixtape from the Guardians of the g- 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 Galaxy. It's like if I don't get this back based on a roll, it isn't like oh I guess we go and I don't get it back. It's more like oh I'm gonna 
cause a fight until I get it back and then we go. It's going to be a thing. Yeah. It's going to be a thing. Okay. I'm still going to do the dice, but we're going to find out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to share, I'm opening up a picture of Altero, and I was just talking with Cheyenne about, if we look, zoom in here, um, her character is originally from the Sugar Islands. Right. But I was going to suggest to you, if we zoom out onto the world and move across here, that maybe your character is from the Ring Nations. That is interesting. So kind of in the middle where that crater is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the so idea of Shaheen being a legacy character that, like, whose history is is kind of always in a state of flux. So, like, it, he like he might not have like a history of like being born in any one place, but he like washed ashore mm -hmm. there and kind of like. Uh, and is like, well, time to start my life again because I forget just about everything that's happened up until now. That's so interesting. I'm yeah. going to pop back to D&D &D Beyond because I want to, that inspires me to look at what you've written in, um, if you have yet, anything under, uh, okay, I'm just looking at features and traits, which is going to be related to your monk stuff, but then in your back description, you've got pirate as a background, but you haven't written in I haven't written anything, anything else. In, yeah, yeah. So how old do you think your character is right um, now? I know that my character uh, looks pretty young because Janassi uh, don't crack, but he's closer to his like 40s or 50s. Okay. Yeah. And then occasionally just washes up on shore forgetting a lot of what the what used yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. case? Yeah, like like hey, we 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 had a, a TPK in the last one shot he was in. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what world that that took place in or how or when, but he's just what? Oh, shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, has that's a, has, a, has a, a memory of Namby Pamby slightly in the it, background. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, were there goats? I don't. Know. <laughs> and how do you see this fire, Janassi? You know. Maybe you don't know entirely yet, but what what did the appearance like for for um, uh, he him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 he him. Uh, he how do I put this? He looks like he used to be like hot in his twenties, and that's not to say that that he isn't still attractive now. But like you could look in his face and say, oh, like you like fucked in your twenties a bunch. <laughs> And like, and things have like kind of slowed down. Since. Okay. <laughs> and so, how long do you think he's been in the tinderbox for? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, if he washed ashore, chances are it didn't take him long to get back up to his old uh, probably piratey ways tricks. Yeah, I mean, he loves the sea, right? I like the the idea of a fire genasi who. Um, like is 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 attracted to an element that that like that's really that, cool that kind of like actively hurts him. It's yeah. that line in um in Interstellar where they were talking about like traveling in a, a spaceship and outside is like the void, the vacuum of death, and being like there were a lot of uh, sailors and explorers who didn't know how to swim. Now he knows how to swim, but I think the that the the metaphor is it, it kind of still stands that like it's not his element, but he he dives into it anyway. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I like that a lot, um, especially because he probably ends up in the water, and yeah, 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 a, a lot. You know, it makes it makes his hair look not as good. Like it doesn't have that like embery under glow, and it's like dreadlocks or whatever. But you know, once it dries, it starts to come back. So we know he was doing a lot of piratey stuff. Do you want to roll some roll some stuff about? Yeah, some okay, questions about. Yeah, because I, I left my backpack upstairs and didn't bring these ones are new. And I know that they're not uh, we can bust these fiery, open. but they but we'll yeah. So I had I have some like we can do questions about your character, and we can also do some things. You know, I mean, I think you've got a really good handle on them. But let's try rolling uh, some D one hundred tables okay. and ask some questions and feel like do we really know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the thing. I mean, I know about him. But I don't know uh, a lot about what he's been up to since he's been here. Nice. Okay, let's see how you do. How you do? Words. Let's see how you do. Let's see how you. Let's answer some questions that are like role play okay. character questions. Word. And then let's move on to like some of the stuff about the crimes and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn more about them. Okay. Okay. So, D100, roll. Straight roll. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. That is 80. Ooh. And the question is. About your character. How does your character feel about receiving orders? Are they more of a leader or a follower? Interesting. Uh, I think for him, it would be completely based on respect. Mm. He doesn't mind taking orders from someone he respects. Nice. Okay. Uh, but it, but it, but so for him, it becomes like a. It becomes a. Peership, mm-hmm. wherein, uh, wherein, uh, uh, like everyone is is assuming their role, and someone has to be in charge. But if he doesn't respect the person in charge, eh, mutiny. I'm gonna pop over to D and D Beyond on your pirate personality traits, yeah, and see if that kind of relates, because some of those things are are you're able to choose those when you're doing pirate stuff. So yep. you've got a tavern brawl is a nice way to get to know city. Yeah. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You know, you and Alice hitting the town. <laughs> and then you enjoy sailing and uh, new ports, new friends, flagons of ale, mm-hmm. which I think super awesome for what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then you put in as the ideal freedom, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, especially because we're going start to start you out in the prison. Yeah. yeah Been yeah. hard. Yeah. And then the bonds uh, in a harbor town, you have a paramour. Yeah. eyes nearly stole me from the sea. Yeah. I mean, like. Just one? <laughs> every 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 harbor town, every harbor town has one. <laughs> has one. Uh, and then you and, put I in, mean, like that might be why he's. He stays moving. So then the flies. I, once you start drinking, I first have time. got to go. I you are no. I all right, all right. Up, out the window though, because I can hear him downstairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Let's do another roll about a, a question we can ask you about your character as we're as you and I are getting to know yeah. him a little better. So another straight D100 roll, yeah. and I'll ask another question about him. That is, ooh, 89. Ooh. That's new big high rolls. I love it. High roll. Uh, what's your character's relationship with magic? Ooh, well, he is magic. Like, he, it's in his d- 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 DNA. Um, his class is like is about tapping into 
the suffused magic mm -hmm. potential within all of us and not in the way of like uh, spell slots and things like that, but like, you know, f f focusing on key or chi and that kind of inner potential. Also, his dad is a, is an, is an ifrit. So, you know, he's fiery and, and uh, I think like magic is a big part of him, but he also doesn't think about it too much. Yeah. You know, like when it when it when it has to come up, it comes up in the way of like a, 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 a burning hands or. I was thinking a bit about too, because I have to design the cells that you guys were each in, and as a monk, it's a bit different for your character. You know, the right. way that you, 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 your punches are so much more different from an average person, whether they have higher strength right. or not. So. It's interesting what kind of cell you've been trapped in to sort of keep you separate from everyone else. I mean, I'd imagine the uh, <laughs> the um, uh, the Uncle Eero style. Oh yeah, just like like keep everything out and like he'll figure it out. You know, like exercise with his own body weight. Um, he's pro he's probably been in jail long enough that he's lost some of his beer gut, which he sees as a great shame. Okay. <laughs> um, and 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 he'll want some of that back once he's out. Yep. Okay, yeah. I like that a lot. I think that'll be a really funny part about him, that he actually is the, probably the fittest he's been in a very long time. And, and, he, hates <laughs> and he hates it. it. And he hates it. it but, but yeah, it, just the idea of the, uh, of the Uncle Iroh, like, like meek and meager in his attire, and then when, when the guard leaves, his takes off his shredded. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> you know, like he, he love wants it. to keep up a, uh, those... Uh, and it, you know, he chooses the clothing, especially like you know, monk yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big, yeah. Uh, uh, like plate armor waiting for him. Right. No, uh, but also like I designed him based on like a lot of like um, a lot of like Caribbean elements and like uh, South American kind of elements and things like that. I wanted that like that uh, diaspora in there also so like his like fighting style might look like a mix between like capoeira and and chinese drunken nice. boxing and his attire would match in a way of like loose fitting attire but it's not formal monastic robes it's lots of color and splashes and things like that and yeah what so. a fun colorful character yeah, yeah, yeah so one of the other tables that i had everybody roll on was this 100 cultural quirks so about where you're from. Mm -hmm. So if you roll your D100 again, we'll throw in something that you can if you want to, you choose to incorporate into. Spicy food is not a problem for him. I can say that without a roll. Uh, I rolled five, right? And I, yeah. So I like the idea that you can also just bring tons of those, your own flavor mm -hmm. into your character. Yeah. Oh, the people, <laughs> your people say till cheese instead of goodbye as a promise that they make to each other that they will get back to eating cheese. <laughs> How do you spell that? Just T-I-L. Till cheese? Till cheese. All right. Till cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. And then... I might have to change that to pepper ch ch cheese, but yep. yeah, I got you. I like it. Yeah. And then do you want to get a fortune from a fortune teller? Oh, yeah. Is he the kind of person who would go to a fortune teller? Uh, I mean, it depends on uh, what that fortune teller would look like. But oh, I mean, oh. I mean, if they were hot and they want to read your fortune. Hey. Okay, roll the D100 and you'll get one that you can uh, take with you. 
<laughs> we rolled a good one uh, he, for Cheyenne's he, character. He is an asshole. He he does have like a few like a ways to go. Like I I, I don't want to make him uh, flawless. Is he been working on himself in prison or just his body, just his abs? <laughs> well, I mean, he hasn't been interacting with enough of the right kind of people to be able to be working on his personality, like okay. the, the flaws in that. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, but 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 otherwise, yeah, abs, um, abs. Uh, Thirty-four is what I wrote. Okay, okay, and she told him, find the woman who gives birds their song. Okay. <laughs> okay, and he was like, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. I am, I have got to go. <laughs> I am so, so, oh, I'll just lift the, the tent up back here. <laughs> and then I had everybody rolling out a thing they were looking, they'll be looking for in their pockets when they get their stuff back. Obviously, you've got Alice. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave that one out because I feel like this is such a dramatic thing about when you start to pat your pockets down and we're gonna roll dice to yeah. find out how much of a shitstorm this is about to yeah, become. Yeah, 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 it better be. <laughs> better be there, right? It better be there. Cause like it is a valuable item, but it's a very sentimental one. And like, it's, it's not just tied to his character and his history, but it's also tied to his like fighting style and things like that. Like a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of his like quirks and things like that in in combat come from like taking a sip and spitting out flame or pouring things. It relates to so much of who he is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, got to be him and Alice. Yeah, him and Alice. Okay, roll another D one hundred because we you don't you've got a bunch of your pirate stuff figured out, mm -hmm. um, and then this is a table for hundred villainous character traits. Ooh, okay. And we'll see if we can incorporate one to give you some extra. <laughs> I rolled the ninety nine. Oh my goodness! It's a good thing that's not a bot roll. Be in trouble, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. You love to collect art. Interesting. Mm. I guess you can decide what that kind of means to you. Yeah, I mean, like it could be like a tr trinket or a bauble, like for for every port town I'm in, and I I <gasps> see that as high art. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's that thing. And then I guess you know, do you have do you want to tell people about you know this reminds me of this place? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like the oh, stories of yeah. of that. Been here. I, I had a little scorpion sculpture from. From, from here, right? Oh yeah, I mean, you got tons of those little snow globes with scorpions yeah. in them. <laughs> it's such an interesting one that um, there's so many of the other character traits are about, you know, being one of those stereotypical villain, bad guy types. But right. then a couple that are sprinkled in here are more about things that you love. So, right, and that could also extend to like, I guess like, Villainous is subjective, but certainly like something scoundrelly of like, I like that and I collect them whether they're mine or not, like whether and, it's legal or not. Right? And they're pretty things that you collect whether they're yours or not. Whether they're mine or not. Yeah, is it better when they're not yours? Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, it's a short-lived rush. <laughs> like everything else in his life, right? Like 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 alcohol and the laundry, like it's it's all stuff that's like, He's very here and now, and then it goes away, and then like he loses gaps of time in his life, mm -hmm. and then starts again. Like he's not making future plans; he just wants to be free to make take actions in the now. 
right? Oh That's what goodness. I would imagine. What a, what a character yeah. we're going to have with us. The way, the way he died in my game at home is very much in line with, with that, of like, I'm going to make a choice now that matters to like other people, but he's way kaputs. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I also have some things that we can roll on, unless you are married to what your first and last crimes might have been. I am not. It's especially in all tarot. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I've, I've left that a blank slate of, like, nice. what he's done here, other than he got back up to his old tricks and, and now he's uh, in the box, right? So that would be fun to roll for both of those. Like, what... What put you on this path of... Right. What was my first crime back back in the game in this new Yeah, so this is just a D8, but we're going to roll it three times. Okay. Because we're going to start by finding out what was this a crime about. Right. So D8. Mm Mm-hmm. That is a two. (gasps) This was a poisoning. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Alice. Oh. I... Drinking, drinking contest with someone who couldn't handle it. One thing led to another. Yada yada. It is like I, I, I can actually look at the item in the inventory. Oh, I'll pop over here. there too. Yeah. This is the in your inventory. Uh, yeah. It just uh, let's see. This is Alice, your flask of infinite spirits. If the spirits are consumed by any humanoid creature other than a drunken master monk. They must make a DC 17, good oh. number, constitution saving throw. On a failed saving throw, the creature becomes drunk and suffers one point of exhaustion. On a successful save, the creature becomes tipsy, heals one HP. So yeah, I'd imagine uh, it was a d- d- drinking game that went uh, too far. Oh. Uh, it, I don't think it would be in his character to intentionally poison someone. Um, listen, sometimes people die. <laughs> People get old and die. People get old and die. In this case, not old. No. Let's find out who they were. Roll another D8. I've popped back over to my little spreadsheet with stuff in it here. Uh, three. Oh. A neighbor. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a neighbor for someone who isn't particularly landed anywhere. Maybe he tried to settle Tried down. to settle. Maybe. And then couldn't stay because... Be- because of that. So yeah. Like, hey, well, I gotta go. And, and got roll the D8 once more as we develop the story of this first crime. Okay. But I love this. But isn't I don't this know, fun? I don't know what t- t- tables you're, you're on right now, but they fucking rule. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Seven. 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 Oh, the motive was loyalty. Ooh. You did this for someone else or yeah. to protect someone. Or to protect someone. So maybe he was, mm. maybe this person who got poisoned was harassing someone and I was distracting them with a drinking game. Yeah, and it all went south. And it all went south. And you had to move. Yeah. Again. Again, again, again. Uh. Again and again. So I think, I like the idea that maybe that was the first time that you were like, I'm on the run for the law and I can't stop. Right. Um, and then it just got worse and worse and it snowballed. You'd, you'd, you know, everywhere you go, Get a little farther across the line. One thing I could probably consistently say about him is be, him being on the run from the law on land is awful for him. Oh. 
like it's probably like really bad. And he's like, well, I tried to settle down in a place. I tried to be land landlocked and 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 that kind of guy, and and it didn't work out. So he he kind of wound up back on sea and felt more open and f- f- free again. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. you've been a pirate. You've been up to some serious shenanigans. Yeah. The law at your backs. Then you got caught. So and we're going to start caught. the process again and roll them up because okay. we're going to build out what this crime was that ended you into the tinderbox. Okay. And the tinderbox is a place where they put people away. No, they don't want to get rid of you because you're magic and special. But at the same time, you're not allowed near people and they're only going to come for you if they need you. Right. Four. Oh, this was a violent robbery. Right. Yeah, that sounds like some <laughs> pirate shit to me. Okay, and then find out, let's find out, if you roll again, we'll find out with the victim and some information about them. Okay. As we start to kind of build the story. He never wants it to be violent. I will say that. He never wants it to mm. be like a violent. So this was just there. supposed to be. Always someone trying to be a hero. <laughs> no. Who tried to be a hero? Uh, let's find out. Oh no. Let's find out. Five. Oh, a blood relation of the criminal. Oh. Another Genasi? Or maybe of your someone else on the ship? Uh-huh. Okay. You or someone else? Yeah. Because uh, the criminals are all of you, the, the group of pirates. Right. True, true, true. Okay. So it could be a blood relation. It could be like a, a kind of like a formal, like chosen family mm-hmm. kind of element. Maybe a pirate tried to, like a fellow pirate tried to perform a coup in the middle of a raid. Something like that. Um, what if like you think about the, you know, the first mate and who are you going to side between? Right? Yeah. Or, or, you know, you have a lot of lady friends. Right, yeah, true, you know? true, yeah, true. Was there a kid on the ship that looks a lot like you suddenly, and you're like, oh, God. Hey, hey, oh. <laughs> I wouldn't kill him. It got violent, though. On purpose. Yeah. Right, right. Let's roll, I mean, we kind of know piracy motives, but mm-hmm. the last one is the motive for right. the crime. Right. So something else was wrapped up into this moment that of made course. it more complicated. Right. The crime within it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll relate to how we figure out who this blood relation it was a three Mm. so it's greed it is greed right yeah okay so this was like a huge score right and it was supposed to be simple yeah no one gets hurt no one gets hurt someone got in the way they got hurt either by my hand or someone under my orders uh, I found out that that person was more than they seemed after they fell. Um, maybe I turned myself in. So did you know that you were, you thought you maybe were just surrendering to something more simple, you know, that, you know, they would throw you in just the local authorities' right. detention center, but instead... They put me in the... Tinderbox. And maybe someone organized that on purpose. That maybe they were like, this guy ends up here. Yeah, at the r- 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 wrong place at the r- 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 right time. Mm-hmm. As it were. 
Ooh, I'll let you play with some of that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about some of those things that you can weave into the story. Is um, you know, if oh, you yeah. see uh, maybe the people who come to get you guys and put you together in a room, maybe you're going to recognize that person as the you know you weren't supposed to the, maybe uh, come here. Did your crime right. really justify the tinderbox? Right, the Amanda Waller of it all. Right. <laughs> I know where your head's at. Uh -huh. And then let's level up to eight. And okay. you, you level characters a lot. So you're, you're probably feeling pretty confident, and you have a lot of monks across mm -hmm. the levels. Um, when you level to eight, are you going to take a feat, or are you going to... Because your ability scores, looking at your sheet here, I mean, you've got a lot, really. You've got high dex. Mm -hmm. High wisdom, you're, yeah. moderate charisma, high constitution. I mean, maybe you do want to up charisma as you level. Yeah. Just in in line with the Aligned character with the, you're building, the character, or yeah. giving yourself a feat that does something that helps you out there as well. Right. And then I do want to throw at you to incorporate two greens, two blues. Mm-hmm. Although because of Alice, maybe maybe let's do. Hmm. Would you? Count Alice is technically a wondrous item, but doesn't come with a color. That right, because it's, a, because it's a. Custom, custom made thing. item? Yeah. I, I would say maybe counter counter is a blue. And then give yourself another, you've got the bracers of defense. So you can throw in two greens okay. as you're working on playing with your character stuff. Yeah. And we'll find out what ends up back in your inventory when they get you guys together. Okay. Do you have an idea if you want to do a feat? Or what do you um, usually do for your monks? I normally go the feat. Route. I, I mean, it's all very character dependent. It, it it all depends on where I would want to take the character. I, I honestly didn't think too far about it. Um, I did see. Um, I watched a video because I was I was um, I was out of work for uh, a week, so naturally I watched a lot of uh, D and D stuff on the internet. Um, but I saw that um, they might be updating a few races and classes coming up in an upcoming book. And I saw that they have included uh, updates to the, the Genasi across the board. And one of the ones I saw pertaining to the fire Genasi is they get like natural spells that they can do like the can cantrips and then they can do uh, burning hands once a day. And then I saw that they might be adding a uh, flame blade at a higher level oh, as a spell to cast yeah. once once a day. Um, and as I really like that, so I might find some kind of feat that might allow me to do that. But um, nice. otherwise, I don't. I I wasn't thinking too much about it. So I guess in between a couple of green magical items and. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll comb through the feats to see what I can do to make them a bit more charismatic and a bit more fiery and, and stuff and, and see if I go feet or just a... a yeah, and you score. might want to play around with some things and see what it does to the scores. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I have a present for you. Oh. I have a present for you. Bum, 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 bum. The beautiful hero books. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, I have all these colors left to you. Mm-hmm. And if then, anything is speaking to you. I got my, um, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. 
All right, and then just make sure that at the front you've got a cl beautiful cloth that comes with the book. Ooh! Because if you open it up, the first pages. Oh, that's really good. I know. It's, it's got the beautiful. I just want to make sure to post the link again in case anyone is new to the. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, a, yeah. Um, a marker. Thank oh my you. goodness! And so um, here you go, chat. Oh, Count Elise is purple. Very rare. Okay. Thank you. Some good insight. Okay. So, yeah, it's such a beautiful book. Right size. And so lovely. And if you have any questions for me as you continue working on your character, and I'll send you guys some more info as we go forward, but basically you have everything you need to know in terms of what your characters would know. You're stuck in the tinderbox. You don't know for how long someone's going to come to your cell mm -hmm. and drag you into a room. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll try. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I think what happens for each of these characters when someone knocks at the door finally uh, and, you know, throws open that light and says, you're coming with me. Right. Well, I mean, he hasn't, he probably hasn't had anything to d d drink in a while, so he's probably not at his best. Um, <laughs> but and he's so healthy, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, he hates it. So sober. It's funny, too, because I am probably going to try and stay sober like I am going to try and stay sober for uh 2022 <gasps> uh so uh yeah because normally when I play Shaheem uh I this is filled with uh the the real d d d deal and bad things happen <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> so, like bad things happen so yeah I've had to uh, I've had to sl slow down on that a bit especially if I'm bringing him back and stuff. Nice. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to fall back into that tra tra trap, so. Well, yeah. I look forward to hanging out with this character. Yeah. And I release you, ask me questions you, later, you. as I, I bring in the last player for this campaign. Uh, that is for you. That is for me, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, shall I spray? Yes, please. Let's get a little squirt. A little psh psh. And I'm going to pull up a character sheet here on DBN for my final player. Bum, ba, ba. Oh, I'm going to be clicking around in here. Yeah, and then. Thank you, Roz. Violet, thank you. <laughs> uh, send me questions if you have any. I and, will. And, and we'll keep dishing about them. Thank you. Okay. Matt. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is going to be crazy. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. I said, bring fire criminals. And um, you did not disappoint. And I want to hear about your character, Astrid, who you've already leveled up to eight. You're roaring, ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to open up yeah, I... her character sheet. <laughs> Rose was like, Burn the north, we're gonna have a fire thing. And within about an hour, I had my character rolled to eight. So she was like, oh, we're not rolling. Oh, we're switching up. Okay, well, while we swap over, I'm just going to open up Astrid's character sheet. And I see um, a fallen Asmar. Oh, Bard Warlock. So you're our only multi-classer, or dual classing here. And she, her? Uh, yep. Okay. And then, uh, oh, a minus one strength. 
Yep. Bold. <laughs> Bold. Um, and then super duper high charisma. Yeah, well, she's multi-class bard and warlock, so. I love a bard lock. Yeah, <laughs> bard lock. Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Whoa, look at that AC. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, she's a little squishy. Does <laughs> um. she have boots of displacement? Uh, she does not have any <laughs> boots of displacement. Uh, yeah, I haven't picked her uh, green and blue things yet, but okay. I figured I'd just do that later. So that do you want to tell tell me a bit about her then? Sure. So she is bard and warlock. She was raised in a cult that is uh, dedicated to the god Polzin in our world, which is an I'm just going to split over to the, our, we've got our, um, oh, okay. Because I, oh, I see it, okay, yep. Yes, uh, which is an ascended dragon god of uh, greed, corruption, and hedonism. And uh, so she comes from a cult that worships that particular god and grew up in an environment of hedonism and uh, and to the extreme of like a lot of it's actually sadism but the the cult is more known to the world as um, oh, I've got to check my notes here what I call it uh, mm. order of something or other I like that I've got Cheyenne's family with, from the League of Temperance, uh, where she grew up and rebelled against. And then your character from a fanatic cult background. Uh, Order of the Unfettered Soul. Oh. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up um, in D&D Beyond in your whoops, description. Okay, so yeah, you've picked cultist. Yeah, it's the background is specifically uh, cult of Rakdos. Um, so this is loosely similar to that in that um, this order of the unfettered soul is how the world knows about this cult. Like, they don't really know that it's a cult dedicated to that. They more think that it's just sort of a loose assembly or club of entertainers and merchants specializing in sensory pleasures, whatever that means. Um, I like to pet all soft blankets. All along okay. the lines. Um, so people, you know, they're, that's what they're mostly known as, which is why she was raised as a bard uh, in the College of Whispers. Because um, while they're doing this, there's a lot of people, powerful people, that uh, like to do sketchy things, and uh, they can bribe them and blackmail them and whatever. Uh, so, so she was born into sort of a little life of crime. Spy. Yeah, and then uh, at like eighteen or nineteen, she left and went uh, to pursue her great pleasures in life, which are really manipulating people. She just she likes to work her way up to a position beside you know beside of somebody of power and just corrupt them. Uh, she's based on worm tongue in a lot of ways. And uh, okay. yeah, but she's neutral, not evil. She's chaotic neutral. So 
What she likes is the corruption. She doesn't really care what direction that goes in. Like if she's with a ruler that is particularly like noble or good, she'll corrupt them to be evil. If she's with somebody that's like a despot already, she'll corrupt them to actually be better. She just likes manipulating people to be different than they are hmm. on their own. Uh, and she's an arsonist. <laughs> um, I did tell you guys you had to be fire yes. criminals. So early in this, she made her pact with, uh, the, I believe she's got the pact of the arch. Yeah, I'm going to flip over to your yeah. uh, warlock features here and scroll down. So, yeah, uh, otherworldly patron, a fiend. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she struck a deal with the devil uh, in some respects and um, became a warlock so that... You know, that, and that's where she does most of her fire stuff from. So she tends to portray herself as a bard to gain entry to a court or whatever. And okay. then is very charismatic and manipulative, so gets up to the ruler, does her thing, and all the while, she's burning. She, she's committing arson all over the place. Uh, and then when... People start to get like too close to figuring out that it's her. She moves on to the next kingdom and does the same thing. So, hmm, interesting. I'm going to flip over to some of my tables and ask you some questions about her. Um, and hopefully this will help us all get to know her better. So let's just start with some general character, roleplay character questions. Okay. So roll for the D100. You can do your own dice or mine. Well, these aren't my dice. These are actually Trevor's dice because I didn't realize that I was supposed to bring dice. Even though this morning you were like, do you have your dice? It still didn't. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> I was down here watching uh, Alain do his thing and I was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay, so general D100 straight roll. Uh, and I'm going to ask you some questions and we're going to get to know Astrid. 72. 72. So, who in a traveling party mm -hmm. would Astrid trust to keep a secret? Nobody. Nobody. Mm. Uh, Does she make friends easily? Fake friends, I guess. Right? People think she makes friends easily. Okay. Um, you know, she sort of considers them friends, but has, you know... There's no loyalty involved. Interesting. Um, yeah. Do you think she's been, how long do you think she's been in the tinderbox? She's in her 40s, but as an Asmar looks younger, probably. Yeah, uh, she's around 45, but, you know, Asmar lived to like 160. So I figure she probably looks about 30-ish, early 30s. Um, I think she's probably been in there for a few years. Um, and I was asking Alan the question, but like working on yourself, like emotionally as a person, or like just trying to survive. What What do you think this character would be like as they're trying to persist? Um, <laughs> she would be a model prisoner and spending as much time as she can trying to 
get in with the guards and just get preferential treatment, really. Um, yeah. Model prisoner. Yeah, I mean... Is she trying What's to look for point? a chance to escape, or is she just going to serve out her sentence? Uh, I don't think she really expects there to be a chance to escape, but if she ever had one, she would take it. Okay. Um, Roll the D100s again. Let's learn some more. All right. Yeah. I think she's just like, well, I'm here. I can be a dick and get stuck in solitary or just kept unconscious, or... I can just be nice, and then I get stuff. So, yep. I see that Trevor posted a comment in on Twitch, um, saying that you you had commented after playing Seno that maybe you wouldn't play another warlock. Yeah, but this is a warlock bard, and I <laughs> love playing bards. Um, so the fact that a warlock can only cast like two spells or something doesn't matter because I got all my bard spells. Well, I feel like as warlocks get higher level, they're more interesting, so. Yes, but I'm only level four of both of those things. Good point. Yeah. Okay, what was your number? 49. <laughs> it was almost gone from your storage slot. Yeah, I had already moved them and that was a bad idea. <laughs> what colors do you associate with this character? Uh, if I pull up your, your character sheet, you've, you've posted a picture of her there, right? Yeah, I did a Hero Forge uh, picture. So she's got, like, light blue, gray skin and um, kind of black hair with a purple streak. And her outfit tends to be red and gold. She dresses very much like a bard because that's what she pre presents to the world. Oops. But, you know, legs fire, so... I'm going to just pop in and look yellow. at the spells that... If you put some stuff in. So you've got a lot of fire-based magic spell stuff that you're going to focus on. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, roll me up another D100, and then we'll, we'll ask one more question. And then we're going to move on to some other things about her. Okay, I'm popping over to my sheet again. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so here's another question for you. Mm-hmm. Describe your character's current relationship... Describe your character's current relationship with the player character sitting to your right. So these would just be other prisoners. So let's re-roll because, like, you don't—we're <laughs> not in that kind of scenario at the moment. And you guys also don't know each other. Eighty-seven. Oh. I've been up in the eighties quite a bit. Oh. Do you have a Arcana Tarot card that represents your character? Uh, <laughs> I'd have to know more about tarot cards to answer mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm gonna ask you the question before this one then. Do you consider yourself a hero or a villain or something else? She doesn't consider herself anything. Um, Does she, she see she the world as there are heroes or villains at all? No, there's no good or bad. There's just people that are doing what they wanna do. Uh, you know, whether they want to do good things or bad things. Ultimately, everybody's acting out of self-interest because, you know, if you're doing good things and you're like, but it's so rewarding, so you're doing it because it makes you feel good. This is how she thinks. <laughs> uh, not, not how I think at all. No. Uh, <laughs> where in the world are you from? I'm, I'm just opening up the map. Uh, Have you thought about that? Yes, she was raised in full pay. Oh, okay. Uh, down in Mesquitla, so like right mm. kind of at the equator. And 
So I'm just going to zoom uh, in and people can kind of see where that is. Okay. And then once she left there, she's lived all over the world. So where, wherever there was a ruler with some space that she might be able to take up. Fun. Um, and do you think that she's... So she's really well-traveled because she has to kind of stay moving. Mm -hmm. Do you think she is stuck to the main uh, continent of Ordain? Or do you think that she's been just all over everywhere? Um, probably mostly on Ordain, but like, she would have been a fair amount of places. Like, she's probably been to most of the continents. Okay. Um, you know, whether that was like as an envoy for one of these rulers, because often, you know, a good way to work yourself up is to, like be an ambassador from one kingdom to another and then just sort of make the transition to, oh, now, now I'm here. Uh. I like it. Okay, so now I have a D100 table of just cultural quirks of where she's from that okay. if you want, you can incorporate into the character. So roll D100. And let's see if this is something that uh, you want to go with. 16. 16. Hmm. You burn selected herbs or incense um, to ward away evils. Particularly, they did for pests that would plague fields. I mean, yeah, that sounds legitimate. Mm -hmm. um, If they're <laughs> warding away pests, we'll say citronella. <laughs> but maybe she likes to likes incense if she had access to it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why she wouldn't. Habit, incense habit. is expensive and therefore good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how she feels about stuff. Okay. Well, because it's status, right? So would she ever go to a fortune teller and get a fortune? Because I have a D100 table for some fortunes. Um, she wouldn't, but on her own. But like, you know, if she was hanging out with friends that wanted to go, uh, she would totally go. Okay, and roll the D100 and let's see what she was told. And of course, she takes away her own belief in everything, right? Yeah. 89. Mm. Lay not your head in the barn animal's bed, for the headsman soon calls. I mean, that just sounds like good advice for life, right? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then I'm giving everybody something that they had in their pockets that's not just your blue and green items that you're looking for or your armor or your other like weapons and stuff that you want to get back when they pull you from the tinderbox and send you out on this deadly mission to kill a dragon. Um, but something else that was in your pockets that you're looking for. So roll the D100 again. And if you have something more related in your backstory that you've already incorporated that you want to use, that's okay. But otherwise, we'll give you... 49. Ooh, baby. You are gonna be searching through your pockets for a magical anti-pickpocket snap trap. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds 
like a great thing to have when you're mm -hmm. traveling mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It has needle-like teeth and will turn the thief's hand bright purple as though it's been dyed. Yeah. Okay. I like it. It's a special item to her. <laughs> That's funny that someone's just going to have it stuck to them. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you son of a bitch. Give me my shit back. Um, and do you want to get a villainous character trait, or do you feel like you know her so well that you don't need to add anything else in? Um, well, when I was looking through the villainous character traits, I didn't like a lot of them. So I'm going to say, no, I know I, her. I, you know her. And you know her, <laughs> you know her flaws. And I'm just going to pop back to your D&D Beyond character sheet to see which one you picked from the um, into your characteristics and personality traits. So you've put a personality trait. You can't stand it when things are predictable. You like a little chaos. You derive pleasure from corrupting others, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, ideals are hedonism and freedom and near bonds. I want to be better at my chosen form of performance. What instrument is her? Uh, well, she plays a flute, but um, I mean, her real chosen form of performance is the manipulation Art of and yeah, like so. So she's a compulsive arsonist. <laughs> so is she trying to not burn everything? When she gets somewhere, she's like, don't light it on fire. No, she's fully planning on burning things. Um, Does her own arsonist tendencies get in the way of other things she wants to do, though? Uh, yeah, they're got what got her put in the tinderbox. <laughs> um, so other, before that, it hadn't really gotten in the way, because she always was pretty good about keeping herself distanced from things and moving on before people got too suspicious, but... Uh, you know, it'd gone quite well for 20 years or so, and uh, she'd gotten a little uh, lax, and, you know, her last fire went a little bit out of control, and she did not realize that people were already onto her, so she kind of got caught in that one that was more than she anticipated, and... Uh, had more casualties. Have you figured than... out where that was? Or are you still pondering? I'm still pondering that. Okay. So you have a really good handle on the crime that got her busted. Yeah. It was an actual, like, arson, fire, people died. Yeah. I mean, lots of people have died from her fires. Oh, but, but like, like, this is, but in the story of this one that got her she's caught. She's usually like, eh, whatever. There's probably nobody in the building right now. Like, she doesn't care about people dying, but also is not interested in killing people unless it's of advantage to her in some way. Um, so, you know, it was sort of accidental in that it was more people than she had, like, budgeted for, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to roll Acceptable on, on her first crime, then? Sure. That's what you can handle on her once she got busted on. So we'll start with a D8, and we'll find out what kind of crime you know, started her out on this uh, road Five. against the law. This is, oh, extortion. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> As we build the story, roll the D8 again, and we'll put a victim to it. Then we'll kind of, like, build a bit of a story together. I mean, she was probably, like, eight when this happened. She was raised to extort people. So it makes sense. Okay. Uh, I rolled another five. 
Um, okay, I'm going to switch it up because I feel like I've had a lot of that same number come up on this one. Cool. I'll or roll, roll again. again. Yeah. Four. <laughs> it was a friend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was quite a bit younger than she is now. Yeah, she probably, you know, was out there getting to know uh, local wealthy merchants, um, you know, as her assignment and probably got in there through, you know, their kids. And, uh, you know, it was her first time, so I think she wasn't as emotionally distanced from people yet. Uh, yeah, so it was actual friends uh, with the kid and family. And then, and then extorted them. <laughs> roll a d8 for what the motive is behind this whole... We, you know, you think that it's greed, just greed, but there's something else. Three. Roll again. <laughs> Eight. <gasps> Madness. Madness. And maybe, maybe it wasn't hers, but maybe the... Oh, the noble's going senile. Mm. Uh, and trying to hide it from the world by, you know, sort of uh, the eldest children doing a lot of the, you know, and uh, mother doing a lot of stuff to the public, with the public, and kind of limiting his exposure. But, you know, people have been suspicious and quietly go gossiping about it, so the order wanted to get in there mm -hmm. and... Uh, mm -hmm get some useful information. So do you think that from, from her first time having been like, she's either kind of caught by the authorities there or, you know, did she just get away? Did she serve some time? Did they catch her? I mean, she, she just was escaped? eight, so she didn't serve time. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I think there might have been some bribes involved in... Uh, making it go away. It's in an area where the order of the unfettered soul would have a fair bit of pull. Do you think she so. learned from there that money makes problems go away? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, uh, especially in a feudal world. <laughs> Let's just send her out on, on all of the, you know, the life that became hers to yeah. take from others and move on, and then just burn everything. Well, that's just her. <laughs> oh, okay. She was, that's not part of uh, the, the cult. That's just probably part of why she left. Yeah, um, so the cult does not feel favorably towards her. Well, the cult's like, you know, it's what you like doing. Just go somewhere else and do it. <laughs> They're about doing whatever makes you happy, yeah. uh, regardless of consequences to other people. So we're like, awesome. Be an arsonist somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make it difficult here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. I think you have such a good handle on her, and you're feeling pretty good about uh, the prep for the character, getting her ready. I'm just looking into, um, did you take a feat? No, I you did, did ability score improvement. Ability okay. score, because I did not roll great. 
so <laughs> I needed all the ability score improvements <laughs> I could get. And looking up here, uh, I mean, only the one minus, which isn't so bad. Yep. And then, um, yeah, figure out your blues and greens, and then we can have a look at, you know, what you get back and what you don't in the moment when we pull you all out of your cells mm -hmm. and uh, have that first big meeting at the tinderbox. And then one of the other things I thought we could do together as, you know, co-creators of Altero is have a look at Telga. And then if I kind of just zoom in on this map again, it's up in these upper islands here where the tinderbox is up to the very far north. And of course, this is one of the maps where we've adjusted. It doesn't look as white and icy as it is, but uh, yeah. it is the far north. And yeah, this is, that's an old map. Yeah, we, it's uh, been adjusted to fit on the globe properly and where are the continents. No, that one hasn't. Oh, right, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Go start. So we've been, we've been doing a bunch of brainstorming on what's going on around, around here. Like at the prison, it's a su on the, there's super high cliffs and there's the sea of storms and the actual getting in and out of this place is really difficult. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Uh, it is cold, rough water. So, like, unless you're in a fairly good-sized ship, you know, if, if you're not going to get back to land in, like, a dory. Um, <laughs> you will probably... And if you go in the water, you're dead. Uh, it's cold. It's, it's going to sap your energy really quickly. Um, yeah. So it's, it's not very easy. There's a reason she doesn't expect to escape. Like. And we were brainstorming a bit about how we transport prisoners to and from the prison because it probably takes months by ship. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not months, but... Well, it depends uh, because there is a portal in uh, Reiko, so you can take portals to Telga and then only need to sail the last little bit if you have access to it, because it's essentially an international prison. Uh, so even though anybody can put their people there, even if they're not allies, so not everybody has access to the portal network. Um, and partially because all portals go to Portalis, so you can't just go from wherever you are to Reiko. You have to go through Orleana to do it. Yeah, and the queen there, she's really firm about access to the portals. <laughs> it costs a lot of money. <laughs> so often it is done just by sail or dirigible to near there. Um, and the last little bit always has to be sale mm -hmm. but. and we're gonna need to get from that prison over to Telga because we're gonna start out in the wilderness itself in a small community there that's a, mm -hmm. a Goliath town that's like the last port before you go farther north where you're very likely to run into year-round ice yeah so Suvik mm -hmm. is the name of this place so we'll we'll be heading mm -hmm. and some of you would have heard of it or at least been mentioned to you while you've been at the yeah. tinderbox. 
But of course, you can't see it from the island, so. No. <laughs> um, and I, I think there's other things I'm just gonna pop back to um, my sheet about Telga. Mm -hmm. um, I talked a little bit about Reiko, which is that capital where there is a portal. And then, did we want to talk about uh, the monster whaling? Sure. It's kind of a fun thing of a, around Telga that we yeah, um, share about. <laughs> the, the main ships that would be sailing in the Sea of Storms, because was, <laughs> a lot of sailors have died doing that. And uh, so there's, it's essentially whaling, but it's not whales. They're sort of kind of a mix of prehistoric things and whales. Uh, oh, we've been looking at all sorts of crazy things. Oh, yeah, like early whales before they lost their legs and stuff uh, are super interesting. The main thing it's inspired by is, um, oh, what's the name of it? It's uh, from the uh, Cambrian times. And uh, it's super cool. And it's, it's kind of got its you know, face and antennas. But then just instead of like one set of fins, they're all along the side, almost like a centipede of fins. Um, yeah, I wanted something yeah. that looked not insectoid, but there was just something about the way that that shape is, but then in a sea monster form. Yeah. And then we liked the idea that around Telga, they've got these, you know, the, the blue diron tree, which is really hard to find and very valuable. But then something else really cool about the space where why would people be coming in and out and, yeah. you know, what's making it a, a place worth the Stormlords actually trying to claim small kingdoms. Yeah. Just to stick it out here, but there to be something really valuable, and there's this, you know, monster whaling. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty neat. Yeah, so it's this mix of the. Oh, I have to look up what it is. <laughs> uh, I keep thinking hallucinogenia, but that's not it. That's a different. Came uh, came. And I imagine like there's probably normal whaling and whatever around there, but the very valuable, high risk adventure, is to get the materials and components from these monsters. Anomalocaris, if you want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it on screen. What am I, how do I spell this? A-N-O-M-A-L-O-C-A-R-I-S. Mm, uh, I believe they're actually from the Burgess Shale because uh, one of the, I think there's a couple different mm. species that they've found. I have to go to images. Um, but. The one that I know best is Anomalocaris canadensis. So. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so weird mix of that and did some looking up of like plesiosaurs um, and those types of things and early, uh, early whales, ancestors. I like oh, it. Which one was the one? The, uh, I forget the name of it, too. We were looking at all these pictures, but I was just like, yes, more legs, more legs. Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to, 
need one in uh, this campaign because we're going to hit land pretty fast because we've got to go kill a dragon. But it'd be super cool to someday have a pirate adventure out with these guys. Mm -hmm. Basilosaurus is one of them. Mm. That is also cool. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to share about? Because like, we've been doing a bunch of finishing up Telga research and prep in order to... Have you talked about the inspiration for the like actual landscape and setting and stuff? Um, we, I think I mentioned Baffin Island, but we could look at... What's really cool about Baffin Island is there is actually a bunch of amazing mountain ranges yeah. and just valleys. And they're, whoops, excuse me while well, I can't spell. <laughs> but look at this landscape, it's just incredible. Oops, this is a, gonna just take me to the wrong site here. Let me scroll. Yeah, in particular, uh, one really cool thing there in their mountain ranges um, is Mount Thor, which is actually the world's tallest vertical cliff. Um, it's Super cool. Do you have a picture yeah. of it? We're looking at it up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, cool. Mountains, tundra, um, lots of icy kind of And areas. landscapes that we don't get a chance to ever really visit or travel to a lot of the times. Yeah. And what it must be like to be out there either making your you know, society or town work, yeah. um, but also leaving you guys out there is going to be so fun. Yeah. And the actual island that the tinderbox is set on is based on um, an island in Svalbard, which is Norway? I think so. Norway. Uh, but it's a chain of islands in the Arctic. There's lots. <laughs> I used, when, back when I was a scientist, I worked with um, microbes that live in glaciers and cold environments. So there's lots of that kind of research done in Svalbard. So it, it was a fun time to reach back <laughs> into that, <laughs> that history and be like, oh, let's look for stuff there. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else about Astrid that you want to talk about or have questions for me about before we uh, unleash your brain to finish up the last few moments of character prep over the next few weeks? No, I think I've got a pretty good handle on it. Amazing. So we're going to need minis. Mm -hmm. We're going to need game boards, which I'm meeting with the team about this week. Very exciting. We've got all that stuff in prep. I'll meet with Murdoch, and we'll have some cool, awesome, inspired sounds and music to go along with the campaign mm -hmm. and all of your abilities. So for all my players, I'll let them know, but if you have any unique sounds or music that's related to your character, I'm sure our good friend Cheyenne, playing Maya Immortal, will have some, some themes that she would like to play for her character. Um, but everybody can think about it for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. Things that come up as we move your character through the story. I mean, my character plays a flute, so that would make sense. Flutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And then all the other things that kind of come together to make up one of our amazing tabletop experiences. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming by. No problem. And we're here with me. And thank you to our whole crew who are here today, helping us out with session zero. Sam's in the chat. Alex is upstairs. We've got Dylan. We've got Owen. We've got, oh my god, everybody. I'm going to say, I'm going to miss everybody's names. And I just want, okay, bye.
want to say thank you so much for everybody and if you've been joining us in the chat i don't know if we're raiding out i'm looking over here if we are please go give them some love say hi from us at a filthy lot and we will see you on a filthy talk this thursday and then ready to roll on friday <laughs>